This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also make you feel totally in control? Enter Conair Girlbomb. They're like your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results. Made just for us. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip to the professional-grade blades, say goodbye to settling for less. With Conair Girlbomb, you get the precision and power that used to only be exclusive to men's tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb, available at Walgreens. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know. What were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Here's Nikki. Hey guys. Happy start of the week to you. Thanks for listening to the show out there. Um, I appreciate you. Thank you for listening to the ads that start our show. You know, you want it to just start. I know it's frustrating. It's, uh, but it's what you got to do so that a, a podcast is free. And uh, thank you to iHeart for making it free and for selling those ads. So support our advertisers if you can. If something strikes your fancy, uh, that's what advertising's uh, for. Noah, how you doing? Happy like sixth week of the show. I, I've lost track now, even though I should still be. When people go uh, episode 20, I'm like, whoa, we've done that many. Yeah, I just think it's fun to say, we turned 21. Oh, that is cool. We got to get wasted. And we're, we have to tape, we have to do 21 podcasts in one day. Yeah. Uh, did you ever do that on your 21st birthday, 21 shots? 
and then you'd die? Uh, if I did, I don't remember. That wasn't a thing, though. In college, that was a thing. That was like, you gotta do 21 shots in your... And I always made the joke, you're turning 25? Oh, you gotta rent 25 rental cars tonight as an adult <laughs> because that's the only thing you get when you turn 25. That's the last like thing you get. Then you can be president when you're 35 and then you can get social security when you're what? Oh, never, because there's none of that left. Oh. Don't worry about it, kids listening. Uh, Noah, how was your weekend? It was great, but I was telling you before the show, I'm just so exhausted from socializing. I know. I said, save it for the show. I want to hear about this. Uh, yeah, I mean. And I don't just mean like in person or whatever. <laughs> it's just like, you know, my fiance's dad was here. All the birthday texts. Say no more. Fiance's dad is maybe the t- two worst <laughs> two words I've ever heard together. It. Fiance's dad, like, and he came in for your birthday. I give you so much shit. I'm like, (laughs) literally, that's the, for my birthday, I'm going to dinner with my fiance and my fiance's dad. Fiance's dad needs to be the name of a uh, a band um, or a a sketch troupe, probably a UCB sketch troupe. Um, Okay, but your fiance's dad is is cool, right? (laughs) What's his name? Rick? Steve. Steve, I almost said Steve. Okay, fiance's dad, Steve, and um, you guys had a, a a good birthday, like din. Yeah, we had a great birthday din. Um, he, we, there was like a PFL match on the TV screen at the restaurant, which is a martial arts company, and he was into it. So we got to watch the big UFC fight on Saturday. Oh yeah, and you love that. I do. And uh, we we a woman that we know, Rose Ro- Jawas. <laughs> Nama Yunas. Nama Yunas. Sorry, I mixed up uh, different sounds at the end of her name. <laughs> that sound the same to me because I'm an ignorant American. Nama, uh, wait, Ro- Rose Namanja. Nama Yunas. Yunas. Ro- Na- Nama Yunas. Yeah, I remember having to memorize her name because she came on our show. She was so nice on You Up. Yeah. I follow her on um, Instagram and clearly only read three fourths of her name every time her name comes up. You could just call um, her Thug Rose. That's her nickname. Thug Rose. Okay, so Thug Rose, she, uh, I re- saw that Joe Rogan cried when uh, she won. She made him cry on her victory speech. Is that it? Yeah. she. What it's called? She always says such, like, awesome things. She Like, I, I just love her mentality. What did she say that you wrote on your story? So, she, you know, like, for her, she's not just, like, a, yes. a fighter who's about the physicality of it. She's also about the mental strength aspect. And uh, Joe Rogan, um, you know, he's like, oh, you, first of all, she was crying because she had like a very quick knockout. And Mm. um, he's like, oh, I saw before the match started, you were saying I'm the best to yourself. And she just, she's so cute. She just goes, I am the best. (laughs) And then she like giggles. Oh my God. Adorable. You know what I learned about her this weekend that I think you might really appreciate? I liked everything about her. She shaved her head too. I want everyone to know right yeah, now. This like, is what I learned. This girl, she shaved her head as a like as a heterosexual uh, woman. She shaved her head and like dates like a really hot guy because it was getting pulled out in matches. She I'm guessing she shaved her head because there, she was having a huge match with Paige Van Zant, who's also a stunningly beautiful woman. And all of the yeah. lead up to it was about how like these two hot women are fighting. So she shaved her head in rebellion of that because she was like, it's not about Whoa. my looks. It's about what I put in the in the pen, in the Pentagon. No, yeah. not the Pentagon, Octagon. 
Yeah, I'm glad you fucked that up and not me. <laughs> that would have been like way more hilarious if I did it because I know so little, but you know so much that that was really embarrassing for you. And yes, I hope people give you shit for it at no injection brings me satisfaction that Andrew is going to be so jealous that you like we get to, like I we talked, talked about, about sports with you and the Pentagon yeah <laughs> I, what I want to say about her is I love that she did that in rebellion of like the two hot bodies like oiled up and rubbing on it like because the the first thing to do as a woman to go fuck sexuality is to shave your head like fuck being sexualized because long hair is like men like it. I, I've never met a man who I forget the guy who said it to me, but it confirmed so much for me. Some guy who's like, you know, I, I want to say that I care what he thought about women because I probably wanted to be desired by this person. One of those people. But the fact that I can't remember who it was, is kind of a shame. But I remember him saying, no girl. Oh, I know who it was. Oh my God. That's so funny. Um, I'll just say it because like, I do value his opinion of women and like hot women because he's pulled so many hot women. So I always want him to think I'm hot. And I like ask for confirmation in our friendship just because I don't even ask for confirmation. He always gives it to me and it's very nice. But David Spade, I remember him one time saying to me, no girl has ever cut her hair shorter. And a guy has been like, I like that more. Like, let's say above the shoulders gone from like below the shoulders to above the shoulders. That's what I think he was talking about. Not like a trim. And, and the guy has been like, I like that more. And I'm not going to say no guy, but it's because I, I, I know there are exceptions. But when I heard that, I was like, yeah, short hair is kind of a rejection. It's what you do when you get older. You know, you suddenly have soccer mom hair. It goes up because it gets thinner and it's harder to deal with. My hair is so like scraggly at the ends. It's still long, but it's like long hair is a sign of youth. So like it all makes sense. It all checks out as someone with short hair and extensions. Noah, uh, how do you feel about all this? Uh, yeah, no, it's the truth. I, I watched the... Um like a show on the learning channel, some Sexuality science or like attraction. Yeah. Some show about, um, you know, women's sexuality and besides symmetry, some, yeah. thick hair is a sign of fertility and all that. So there's yeah, like, it's all like, can this woman have my son or daughter that will drown in the river because it's not going to help our tribe prosper. Yeah. What? <laughs> I want to say I got my hair extensions because I'm, I was trying to grow my hair out from getting it ripped in jujitsu because I made the mistake of not uh, covering it. So a badass reason, but also interesting because, um, you, you, you also wanted to, um, this, you have an upcoming match and you wanted to sexualize it. Isn't that why too? <laughs> I want to look hot. You did a reverse, uh, what is her name? Thorn Rose. Thug Rose. Thug Rose. <laughs> Thorn Rose is good too because, you know, they have them. All right, let's get Andrew in here. Where is he? Let's get him in the Pentagon. Imagine upgrading your wardrobe with luxury essentials at unbeatable prices. Seriously, like think about your wardrobe and how hell it is. I know I think about mine and I'm just like, ugh, I don't even want to wear anything in it. I need some new things to spice it up. That is exactly what I did when I went to Quince. I heard about Quince initially from my assistant who has impeccable style. She had an amazing sweater and I said, where did you get that? And she was like, it's cashmere. And I was like, ooh la la. They do 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters. I own two myself. And then they also have washable silk tops and timeless 14 karat gold jewelry. I actually have an ear cuff that I got. They have such cute jewelry. 
The best part is that all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They cut out the middleman. They work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. All you have to do is go to their website and look for yourself. It's quality stuff. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to Quince.com slash Nikki for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Nikki to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash Nikki. As we celebrate International Women's Day and all the strides we've made, let's also take a moment to reflect on something important, the future of our self-care. You see, for too long, we've compromised on things that matter most, us, but not anymore. New Conair Bomb is helping us embrace a new era of self-care and self-love. Bomb represents a groundbreaking line of hair removal tools specifically designed for women. From the smoothest shave to the most precise trim, Conair Girl Bomb is all about making you feel empowered, confident, and unapologetically you. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self care is so important. With Conair Girl Bomb's ultimate Girl Bomb grip and professional grade blades, we're reclaiming our self care journey with precision and power, the kind we used to only get from men's tools. So head to Walgreens today and treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Because when you look good, you feel good. And there's nothing more empowering than that. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a brand new Samsung A14 on them. Straight Talk Unlimited plans start at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Who wouldn't want a few extra bucks in their pocket? Straight Talk is a great everyday value on wireless. Plus, it all runs on the most reliable 5G network in America. So treat yourself to Straight Talk today. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Straight Talk utilizes the network with the most first place rankings and root metrics 1H 2023 5G reliability assessments of 125 metros. Results may vary. Not an endorsement. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know. What were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. 
Andrew, welcome to the show. Hello, Nikki, or should I say Nick? Why? I don't know. I thought I'd go uh. short. <laughs> I thought you were like uh, wanting to announce that I've changed genders and you were like, you got ahead of my announcement. And I'm like, Andrew, not yet. <laughs> to, to be honest, you know, when I like start something and I have nothing, yeah. I, that was, it was that. It um, was no, that. I know. I know. But it sounded for some, like. <laughs> for some reason, I thought Nikki was short for something and I, and I couldn't think of anything longer. Uh, Nicole is what it's short yeah, for. Yeah, I know. Like my real name, too. It's insane that you couldn't come up with my real name. <laughs> Nick. But it did sound like you were trying to, like, get, like, like you knew that I had just used the monologue up top to announce that I'm transitioning to a man. And you were like, hey, Nikki. Or should I say, Nick, congrats on the announcement. <laughs> like, that's what it sounded like. It worked out. Andrew, I didn't tell them yet. That's for Tuesday's show. Oh, well, okay. I'll take it back. Okay, Nicole. How are you? I'm really good. I'm really good. I uh, The weather's nice here in St. Louis. I had a nice uh, two days with the lady. Yeah, we saw on Instagram. I wasn't aware of it. And then uh, I had uh, Robin and her husband over yesterday. And they were like, she was like, Andrew is 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 just showing her all over his Instagram. I don't know why I'm talking about like she's like the queen. I can't do, do her accident, accident at all. Her accident <laughs> is more like it. Except when she says flawed, like he's so flawed. She goes, flawed. And one day she was saying, well, Nikki, he's flawed. He's flawed. And I was like, He's he's floored like he's like astonished about what about what she was like he's floored Nikki he's floored because of his mom I'm like what happened with his mom why is he floored um, so anyway Robin told me that your Instagram had a lot of uh, your lady on it so I'm wondering what in your relationship happened for you to take that turn and go like wild on posting and doing it like where you were like tricking the audience into thinking like I'm gonna show her for a second I'm gonna show her for a second now I'm gonna show her for a lot like what is the logic behind all of this there were there discussions of of, of exclusivity no no discussions it was yeah, literally still dodging just, that look it's not dodging it i just don't i when two people are hanging out having as much fun as possible on lime scooters the last thing i want to do is go where are we what are we no we are what yeah. we are we're doing it that's we're the fucking first thing i want to do <laughs> I know. You're just like, <laughs> I want a little app on my phone that has little places where you can go and have that talk. Like it's uh, like the lime, but then you activate gazebos where you go in to have that talk. It's called yeah, what are it's called what are we's? What are we's? I love you being on the lime going I want to talk though and you can't hear it cuz you're scooting 14.8 miles per hour. Yeah, I love and you're fast just like, scoop on scoot on there. <laughs> Oh, yeah, we went through Forest Park, yes. which actually the, the lime knows to bring down the speed to 9.7, which was Yeah, the lime knows. You're not, <laughs> not going to be going uh, 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 14, 14 knots <laughs> in a Forest Park. That is one of the big, that's the biggest, it's bigger than Central Park, for those of you who don't know. We have an amazing park in St. Louis called Forest Park. It was the site of the 1904 World's Fair in which, uh, you know, ice cream was invented or some shit. I don't know, waffles. <laughs> Something, something big happened. I think ice cream was 1904 World's Fair. Boom. It was an accident. Some guy was walking with waffle Nikes and stepped on a pancake. Yeah, it was one of those. No, no, no. The ice cream cone. You're right. Because there was a guy with waffles. 
And then a guy with ice cream, and then they put they rolled it in a cone, and then fucking made it. That's what started here. I was Dude, gonna say cone? 1904 would have been a little too late for ice cream. Ah, uh, the sugar cone. That was a tough day for the sugar cone. Oh God, I love the sugar cone. You know, I love when it gets all melty inside the bottom receptacle of the sugar cone. I don't want to crunch on an empty sugar cone. I will. I will be disgusted if my ice cream is so rock solid that by the time I lick it down to the little receptacle, oh, like a uh, McDonald's soft serve. When you get that thin receptacle, do you know what I'm talking about the part you hold? Yes, of if you're course. A ba- and then you that if they could sell those. They do that, well. They sell drums. They sell drumsticks. Yeah, those, with but, the chocolate on the bottom. But it like I, frozen. I know, but the so the last chocolate, bite is like wild. I want ice cream. I want. I want that consistency of the crunch of the slight <laughs> the, the 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 smooth crunch of a slightly <laughs> half half soaked in uh, sugar cone bottom. Okay, so it's halfway through the uh, crust. If you look, you were looking at like a size or like like the Earth's crust. Halfway through, I want that soaked through with ice cream, and the ice cream to be not room temperature yet, but like very very melty. And if I could okay. package those in that state, oh, it's a very hard dots. state. It's a very you hard can't, state. You can't. You'd to have keep. to keep it in a perfectly like you know forty degree it'd have freezer, to be like a like a Pfizer vaccine. Like yes. you'd have to keep it at like negative forty eight exactly. And you have to keep two of them exactly three weeks apart, and then you feel like shit after the second one. <laughs> if if you're a little pussy boy, I'm just kidding. Millions of people felt sick after the second one, except me, <laughs> Mickey Mantle Jean. Shout out to Burt Kreischerless fans. <laughs> Burt Kreischer list <laughs> listeners <laughs> and fans. Wait, what's a woman Mickey Mantle equivalent? Let's um, get a woman. Idea Julie here. Bowen. That's for Who's looking it? young and like getting hotter when you. I, I'm. I like to say I'm Julie Bowening because when I was in my twenties, I was like real. Like I didn't have it together, but I think I look more attractive. I'm gonna look more attractive into my forties, and then I'll top off somewhere around probably forty five. Um, Who, but who's Julie Bowen? The mom from uh, Modern Family. Happy gotcha. Gilmore. So that's the equivalent of Mickey Mantle for you? I mean, I just like picked her because she's always my example of someone who doesn't age. That's a better one than J-Lo because she seems to... I mean, I know Julie Bowen's got, had stuff done, but uh, she seems to... That's in terms of looks. When I'm ter- In terms of physicality and someone just like Joan Rivers... If if Julie Bowen was like an insane alcoholic and still acted and only looked younger, like that was the thing with Mickey Mantle, is he treated his body like a dumpster. Yeah, and he was but still when incredible. did he die? Huh? When did he die? He died probably like in his late sixties, about probably twenty years ago. Okay, so he was a boost. I mean, that was the thing we were watching the John Daly um yeah, documentary. And John Daly yeah. treated his body like a dumpster. And ate out of dumpsters for a while and um, was still <laughs> great. But but the thing is, he wasn't. You, it, people that think du- you can be like Doug Stanhope and drink like Doug Stanhope on stage as a comedian and still be great. I was talking to someone yesterday about like people who drink on stage and how when I quit drinking, I now see drinking on stage as such like a sad thing. Like when the a male comic goes from the mic to the stool, like in a they're waiting for an applause break and maybe they get one and they're like, yeah, or a place to pause and they go to the stool and they like they they like this is my example. They're just like, yeah, they look so cool. They just hit a punchline, the crowd's going wild, and then they go over the stool and they drink the beer and they're like, Oh, 
They're like chugging the beer as much as they can because they want to get wasted because they're dependent on a drug, which I relate oh, I, to. And I they, thought it was just overselling and, the beer drinking. Oh my god! Like, no, they, they no they they guzzle it because they they can't. They're not gonna have another time to sip it, and so they it just looks like baby need bottle like, <laughs> mwah, mwah, mwah. like it's like a uh, suddenly this like hot guy that has like a cool opinion is like sucking on a beer like a Heineken like it's a mom his mom's tit. It's just like sad. <laughs> <laughs> whose whose mom was probably an alcoholic and he could taste what it was yes. coming out of her nipples. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It reminds <laughs> him of his mom's Zima tits. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that got you. <laughs> Bob, we got a name for a show, boy. Oh, old Zima tits. How did you sleep last night? Anything before tits is fantastic. I know. I love that's, it. A, that's a way to make you laugh. Uh, how did you sleep last night? I slept I slept great. Like she slept over uh, two nights ago, and uh, yeah, like I was exhausted. A lot of sex, right? Your boy, your boy is, you know, we did like an hour and a half session. It was wild. I mean, I'm so happy for you. It's like the fucking best, dude. I did an hour session, hour and a half, probably with myself last night. I'm not even lying, but like <laughs> it is, it's really when sex can be that long and you can have that much fun for that long sexually. What a fucking gift. I'm so excited that you are living that life. I mean, your boy gets tired, though. I mean, and well, she's, just, just, she's a enjoy young it spry. You yeah. yeah. Well, then yeah. make her do all the work. No, I want to I want to please her. I give you her can a please her once or twice. But you like once it gets to like, OK, the third time we're fucking today, just let her get what she wants and you take a load off. What she wants is and another guy to fuck her better than me. Uh, the, uh, the I mean, I that's brought, your fear, I know. But yes, go on. And truth. Uh, I brought out lotion and did like, I was like, welcome to Andrew's spa. And I had her lay down naked and I, I gave her a full, like I'm talking full massage. And it turned me on. Like a lot of people are like, why would you do that? Like oh, it turned me on so much. Because you can't fuck her. And so it's like bringing it back to this like time when it's about something other than sex, but you're getting so horny because you're touching your body. So it feels like naughty again and it feels like oh I, yeah. I i i have to resist and that that temptation of like i want to do something but i can't right now and just getting to like explore a body like not sexually or like like that was probably so erotic that's so Dude, fun it was so erotic to do the leg massage and then you you glaze the put or you graze the pussy yeah y and you glaze it but you you know that's later yeah you know what i'm saying nick and uh no but you great <laughs> <you just, laughs> it's nicole to you Nicholas. So you graze the pussy and it is so hot to graze a pussy. I mean, that's the thing I watch in porn so much is like just or I used to is like the 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 first and that's the hottest thing in the world is when you're like they might touch it or something like it, when you want them to. I don't I want anyone to ever massage me and actually try this, even though it has happened before and it was erotic. And then other times it was fucking horrifying. So, you know, I'm a mixed bag of feelings around it. But um, I gave a massage, a foot massage to my lover um, and, and just purely <laughs> just wanting to make him feel good. And like and I love feet. Like not sexually, I just like am interested in like pressure points and like bringing like making a person feel certain things by like being like oh like I, you know we love foot massages they're amazing so to give one is really exciting and I gave it to him and I was also like my spray tan was drying uh, I just got a spray tan and I didn't want to have my robe I wore a robe on but I was like oh I do, I need to take off my top just because 
I can't have the spray tan getting on this robe. And so I gave him a topless, and I didn't even want a bra on because I wasn't trying to have lines there either. So I gave him a topless uh, foot massage and it was so erotic, but it didn't even start that way. But like, it's just such a, it's such a loving thing that being the receiver of it, you feel like taken care of. And like, cause whenever he would massage me, it's just like, I never had a, a guy like massage me unless it was like leading to sex. And that like, when it's, when that's not even the mm. vibe, like we both know it will, but it's not what's happening right now. It's really, really nice to do. And I recommend people do it. Yeah. It probably didn't help that I tried to get a blow job while doing it, but, um, no, but Sometimes I, I, if that's the role player doing, that's great too, man. Dude, <laughs> I got to talk about the vibe later this week. We, I don't want to make this, we have to get to the news, but can I ask you my, a question? My porn no, habits when, really went off oh. the, 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 the fucking rails this weekend in a great way, but yes, go on. What? Um, when she's like scratching my head and I'm receiving a massage the whole time, I'm feeling guilty that she's doing it. That like, okay, that's enough. Like, like yeah. you don't have to do it for 20 Thank minutes. Thank you for like, asking me this. I have like, a lot of, a lot of to say on this. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. I often felt this way in high school all through now. That's why I always pay for massages. So I don't have to feel the guilt of this person doesn't want to be doing this. They are so bored. This feels so good for me. I can't even enjoy it because they're so annoyed they have to do it because you know how you feel when you have to give a massage to someone you don't want to give a massage to. But remember, in this case, this is someone that you did enjoy giving a massage to. So maybe come from a place of like, you just enjoyed that and maybe you could never get her to understand how much you enjoyed it. Maybe she can't get you to understand how much she enjoys it. And also... Let her be someone who, if she didn't want to massage you, she would let you know in her own way. My ex-boyfriend who didn't like to massage me, I would ask him for a foot massage and he would just go, okay, we're done. Like he would, he would be done when he didn't want to do it. Mm. If you only want to be with someone who respects what they like doing to a point where they're not going to please you beyond a point where they're miserable. So like read the body signs of like, you know, when someone starts to tap you and it's done, but definitely let your lover if you're someone out there that was related <laughs> to this, your lover or your um, someone you're having sex Why with. Why do you keep saying lover? I got it. Because I stop like you. it. I we, we talked about the word lover. <laughs> it feels like the Will Ferrell skit in the hot tub. I love her. I like, know. That's I'm all like I very into about. it. Well, I, as someone who has been in <laughs> love I recently, I like the word lover. <laughs> I see you eating hummus in a hot tub. That's what well, I see. Well, that's honestly what it's turned into. But <laughs> as someone who has recently experienced romantic love for the first time in a deep way, uh, the word lover is not hard for me to say because it's like how like it's just like, oh, that makes sense. Like they're my love. They're like my lover and like someone that you love and that you is not just about anything else. Anyway, sorry. That, uh, yeah. But what I wanted to say is that when you're getting a massage from your lover or a friend, just uh, let just just let yourself enjoy it because what's the fucking point? Let yourself enjoy things, people. That's the thing. We always have so much guilt all the time. If something feels good, try to let it in a little bit before you just start beating, like saying that you shouldn't be getting this. This person giving it to you clearly doesn't want to be doing it. Stop it. Stop projecting. And that's a note for me too. Let's get to the news. You heard it here first. Oh, here we go. You heard it here first. Heard it here first. Yeah, you heard it here first. <laughs> hey guys, what's going on? Hope you're having fun out there, having all the swells, people. Uh, even <laughs> other, you know, everywhere. Okay, so here we go. It was going really well, and then I had to add another thing. Okay, here we go. First Nick. story. You were Nick. Uh, 
<laughs> There's a multi-million dollar orgasm cult mm. endorsed by Hollywood who gather at Californian sex communes and have what feels like three-hour orgasms. Okay. I mean, this is. I read this whole article. It was a lot. Really? I didn't read it. What What do we got going on there? Oh, <laughs> didn't you recommend this one? Yeah, because I read the headline. Oh, oh, Nicole Dedone founded a group Nick. called <laughs> One Taste with Practices. No, 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 don't read it to me. Just if you read the whole thing, paraphrase the, the Dude, parts that so you thought much. were interesting. Okay, okay. She, she's, Noah, you want to help she's out? She's from San I can help out, Andrew. I, yeah, I could start, though, and then we could work from there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so she she lived in San Francisco. Uh, she she started like uh, she she was like a Buddhist, like monk kind of person. She thought sex should be more of like a um, spiritual like, experience. Yeah, spiritual and not like it has to be so much so sexual and like let's get over the like dirtiness of it. So she like started this thing where women would just get fingered. Oh, oh, oh yeah, she did. She did o. a M. thing where yeah, she yeah, O M. And she my did this ex-boyfriend thing. took an O M class and fingered a girl while we were together. But this is what got her over the hump. A guy put a flashlight on her vagina and described her vagina like, oh, you have a coral kind of vagina. And then he lightly uh, fingered her clitoris. Very, like, gentle, very It gentle. does kind of look like and a piece she, of coral if you, like, splay it out. Okay, go on. Yeah, yeah. Seen a yeah. lot of coral here in the K-mans. K-man. Yeah. <laughs> K-man. Um, so yeah, so essentially like she loved it. So then she spread, she started these centers. I feel like this is longer centers. than if I did read the article. Just, N- can you blinkist it for me, Noah? No, I'm doing a great job. Oh, I he, believe you. He's actually doing a very good job. Okay. It was so, a very long article. I'm fine, so sorry, you guys. I'm sorry I sent an article that was like a book report. Can you pretend you're fingering me and, t- and give me three hours to tell the story? So... <laughs> Can you pretend you're pl- rubbing my coral? So she pussy? started OM, and then it turned into a new thing where they're all joining <laughs> together, and a lot of people are joining together. And sex isn't sexual; it's just like let's have this experience, like we're all tripping together for three hours. Yeah. it's like ayahuasca, but for sex. Now the problem is money got involved. She opened up centers, and next thing and you now know, it's women. Are, yeah, so women are being like sex trafficked and told to fuck these guys, so they pay ten grand a pop to you know and join this center. Up? Uh, you just uh, is there a fall, fall enrollment happening now? Um, yeah, I mean, I I think I sent this because I'm just like into that kind of. Uh, it sounded intriguing to me. I don't want to fuck a bunch of hippies, and I don't want to like. <laughs> but I do. Uh, Would I you let interested. them do it on you? What do you mean? Do om? Yeah. Well, yeah. My ex boyfriend took this class because I was very turned on by the idea of him like pleasing other women. Like it was just my turn on, and so he found out about OM, which is orgasm meditation, and he went to these classes. And women just lay. The guys learn how to finger, and the girls learn how to receive it without like guilt or weirdness. And then it's very non sexual, and then you have an orgasm as a guy gently like flicks your clit like methodically, like almost scientifically, uh, for like twenty minutes. He, my ex boyfriend didn't even tell me about it because he wanted to surprise me with it. And then he eventually did. And I was like, so turned on by it, but it, he was like, it, what, it's not as hot as you think. There's like, it's not really like hot. It's literally like, you know, fingering older women or like, it's just like an exchange in a community. There's no, Theo Vaughn did it. He would go house to house and do this. So once you learn, you just go around and share this fingering technique that is meditative for you and the woman. Look, and, that's how he sold Tupperware. And then, uh, <laughs> 
anyway, my ex-boyfriend did it to me uh, like a while after he took the class because it was just like not what he thought it was. And it was fine. It was like I he had kind of forgotten the technique and I was just trying to connect with him. And it was just like it just didn't do it for me. But I would um, no, I wouldn't want to do that because uh, but I would uh, like, you know, to be involved in like a multi per a multi male uh, situation at some point. I've kind of like realized like. Yeah, that's probably, I'd like that to be in my future at some point, which I mean, I know a lot of women can say, but I bet a lot of women do feel. I mean, I think what I learned the most from the article, actually, and what I would learn from OM is I tend to, my patients, maybe my ADD, I, I'll start soft and then I'll think the girl wants me to get, to rev it up. And I think revving it up isn't the best move all the time. And I think no. a lot of guys think you got to rev it up because that's what we would want, you know, and to stay soft and have the patience. Yeah. Make her beg for you to go faster. Let her like direct it because she will like just respond to like what she's doing. But I would, I would agree with that. Stay at the pace you're going. If it's working, don't rev. But it's so hard to be just a pace car and thinking that you're going to win the race. If that makes sense. Yeah, well, she can tell you when the race is about to be won and then you can <laughs> sprint ahead. Like, you can work as a team. It's not about you. Like, I hate when guys go like, I got it. And you're like, um, I'm the one feeling this. And yes, so you yeah. don't got it. Uh, next story. Um, there are five things you can do in the morning that can make you happier through the day. Okay. Oh, can, I, right. can I guess? Yes. Meditate. Eat breakfast. Brush your teeth, make your bed, um, and write a gratitude list or write a to-do list. Some of those were right. Um, one Kill is a hamster. I don't know. Sacrifice a hamster That's to the three. sun gods. Okay. Okay. Now you're now you're more on track. If you can't find a hamster, uh, a colony of bees. Yeah, uh, that's four. Yeah, add to the collapse of humanity so that um, you know you feel in control of the things you really have no control over. Yes. Then make your bed. Then make your, okay, got it. Okay, so what is it? <laughs> All right, number one is pick a wellness habit. Then link it to the AM ritual you already have, like meditation or exercise. Boom. Okay. Get your phone out of the room. When you oh. reach, I'm, I was literally reading this in bed right when I woke up on my phone. Uh, get your phone out of your room when you reach for the, your phone. First thing in the morning, you're really inviting the outside world to dictate your mood. Talk to yourself. If you use your own name and your own self-talk, you're more likely to follow cognitive advice. That's actually pretty smart. Talk to yourself. Okay, yeah, I like I, I talk to myself all the time. I talk to myself all the time now, especially now that I'm alone and you're not like in the vicinity or like might not hear me talk to myself. It's been so good. I go, uh, yesterday my place was a mess, and I go, Nikki. Look at this place. It is a mess, but aren't you so cute? Like, look at this. This is the mess. This is the like hotel room of an 11 year old girl. Like that is so adorable that you still live like a little child sometimes. And like now you're an adult and let's pick it up. And then I start picking. I'm literally saying this out loud to myself. And then I go, um, I go, look at this. Look at this. Like I just make fun mm -hmm. of it and laugh lightheartedly at things about myself instead of being mean. And then I also have, um, I've started to have conversations with people. And yesterday, actually, I was having a conversation with a man that I want to like tell some things to, but that I can't. 
And I was like, what do I want to just do more than this? I was like, oh, I want to write a song maybe and convey my feelings and maybe he'll hear that someday. And then I was like, oh, I'll record a podcast to him that he'll never hear. That'll just be all my thoughts, like very like as if I'm like, and the fact that it was a recording made me feel like it would, it, it like existed, you know, it was a thing as opposed to just talking to myself. So I recommend people record podcasts to people they want to say things to because it really felt like I was like talking to him and it got so much of my stuff out. So it's like, yeah, it's, do you ever talk to, you talk to yourself It's in like shower. a verbal journal, essentially, is what you do. Verbal, verbal Jenner. That's like the real road <laughs> Caitlin, Caitlin from Jenner. 30 Rock. <laughs> do you know 30 Rock? The when uh, Jenna is in a movie that no one can know, you know, Jenna who talks like this on 30 Rock, Jane Chris Kakowski. No, you know, she's the blonde yeah, one yeah, who's yeah, the star. Yeah. Okay, she is, she's, she's about to make her t uh, film debut in a, in a movie called The Rural Juror. And ev no one knows how to say it. Everyone's like, The Rural Juror? The Rural Juror. <laughs> and like, and she gets interviewed by Barbara Walters, who's played by Rachel Trash. And she's like, I'm here with Jenna Maroney from The Rural Juror. <laughs> and so whatever I just said was very close to rural, rural journal. Oh, uh, what did you say? Um, a, a, a verbal, a verbal journal. journal. I'm in the verbal journal. It's a new off-road. It also show. reminds me of uh, attorney blah, 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 blah. <laughs> oh, my God. Bob, blah, blah. If you don't, haven't seen Arrested Development, the attorney's name is Bob Lob Law. L-O-B-L-A-W. So he goes, my name's blah, blah, blah. And then he had a law blog, and it was Bob Law Blogs Law Blog. Bob Law Blogs. It's Bob Law Blogs Law Blog. I love that shit. That's so fucking funny, dude. All right. Uh, so what... Uh, uh, PJ, uh, BJ Novak has a book that is all those things that kids read with their parents. And so the parents sound like they're saying insane things and the kids laugh a really hard. A whole book of that? Jesus. Yeah, a book where the parents, you know, it's like so Sofa King. Remember Sofa King? I am so Sofa King. Oh. You've never seen that? Sofa, the word Sofa, oh. and then King. It sounds like you're saying yeah, Sofa King. Yeah, no, I haven't seen that one. So it's stuff like that that's like little devices. I love that book. I got to read that. Okay, make a social contact. Yeah, for kids. BJ, no. Make a social contact with somebody you have positive regard for. This can be a text, a call, or meet up for coffee. Um. Okay, reach out to someone. Uh, make human contact. That makes sense. I, God, I want to talk more about rituals, but maybe we'll save it yeah, for the final thought. Yeah, we can just thought. get to the fifth one, I guess. Incorporate gratitude. Yeah. Uh, yes, gratitude. Journal, essentially. Okay. No, gratitude. That's the best thing. Just have a friend where you send every day three things you're grateful for. And it can be the dumbest thing. And it, you will drop off within four days of doing this, but then just find another friend to do it. And then you send gratitude lists every day and it truly helps you be happier. <laughs> uh, okay. Do they, fall, Let's, and they fall off or they stop talking to you? No, they, you just fall <laughs> off. You, yeah, then that friend, yeah, you kind of don't talk to them again because that's all like, because you're so ashamed that you didn't send your gratitude list and they sent one that was, Noah sent the best ones. Noah and I were doing it for a while and hers would be like, just so poetic. They were really good, Noah. Did that make you happier when we were doing that for like, what did we do it? Like maybe less than a <laughs> I think week. We did it like twice. I'm so sorry that I fell <laughs> yeah. off. No, but it's nice to even do once. I mean, it like, was very hard. We don't have to be perfect. If you are like, want to be vegan one day of your life, like that's better than no days. And if you want to do a gratitude list with a friend one time that you should do every day, but one time's better than no time. No it doubt. definitely made me realize that it's so much easier <laughs> to complain than to be grateful for things. 
Yeah, it really is. So we should start doing, should I, do I, it. I did a pitch originally that on the podcast, we end with gratitude. I was doing that on my old one a little bit, but it's hard to do. Okay. Let's get to why do I care? Let's focus on the negatives. Why do I care? Oh man. Why do you care? Uh, Glenn Close <laughs> does. The oh, did you watch the Oscars last night? I watched, I saw this live. Okay, so yeah, Glenn Close did the butt. Is that the yeah, is that it? dance after losing the record is. eighth? She lost her record eighth Oscar. That's hilarious. I didn't know that. So Little Rel did this thing, guessed that song. I mean, I, I told you last night, it felt like wild and out. Like there was a DJ. It's, I know it's like Questlove was DJing. It was a very like cool <laughs> event. Like it felt like, and they, it was very, um, it, the Oscars were not white last night. They were not white. And I, I, I liked that a lot. Like I was like, wow, they only are cutting to people in the audience that are black. They are only playing black artists. They are only having black presenters for like a big part of the show. And I was like, fuck yeah. I mean, like they, I like that they go, we're not going to try to make it look like we're, doing this naturally. We are just all in because we fucked up before and we're going all in. And I, I liked that. Lil Rel though, I will say that was a hell gig that having to like just play the room and talk to celebrities and trust that. I mean, he, they pointed people out for him to talk to. What's her name was hilarious. Did you see that moment with, um, I don't even with know her Prince. name. Hold on. Uh, oh yeah. Where he goes. Yeah. Purple rain. He's like, is this an Oscar nominated song an Oscar winning song or did it wasn't nominated for an Oscar. And she goes, he hands the microphone to, uh, Andra day. And, uh, she, who I don't know what she's from, but, um, she was hilarious. She goes, well, it was probably wasn't nominated because he, she goes, well, it's a great song. It's one of the best songs. So it probably wasn't even nominated because that's what happens. And he goes, you're right. It wasn't nominated. And she goes, figures. And it was just like so good that she was like, the great things by black artists don't get, never got acknowledged. So it was probably, it was, it was just such a good burn. I loved it. She said something like something about like, that's some bullshit. Um, but then yeah, him going around, it was like, it was not fun. That was a, a fucking hell gig. And I said that I was grateful on Twitter. I said I was grateful. I did not get asked. Like if, if they'd asked me to do a gig like that, which I'm uh, close to the point, I would say in a couple, a year or so, I'll be at that level where they, I get asked to do big shit like that. And it's a, a big opportunity to bomb wildly. And I, I, it sucks because you got to take those gigs, but I'd be, I'm so glad I haven't been asked to do them yet because it's scared. Scary. What was that? Sorry, Noah. What's a hell gig? A hell gig is just as a stand-up, you get asked to do like an event that the it's not conducive to being hilarious. And they don't know that. The people that organized it didn't know it. They don't realize that, uh, you know, comedians notoriously bomb at these shows. Did you, I watched Ricky Gervais's uh, Golden Globes from a couple years ago last night. I retweeted it if you want to see it. It's so fucking good. He's a little bit like self-congratulatory of like, oh, fuck it. I'm being totally crazy up here. But the shit he got away with saying, I'm shocked by some of it. And um, some of it's such good jokes. But the celebrities reacting to them, I was just, I said, probably 22 times watching his seven-minute monologue because they're all scoffing like, oh. Ooh, That's ooh, kuh, it, kuh, it is kuh. interesting. Like watch, fucking laugh. I was watching the Oscars last night or whatever, and uh, part of me, my initial reaction, if I'm going to be completely honest, I was like, "What about the sanctimony of the Oscars?" Like, remember watching like old Oscar clips, and it's like Al Pacino going up there and being like, 
Yeah. Yes, I am an actor. And everyone's like, you are an mm-hmm. actor. We changed the world through our acting. And it's like this, like, you couldn't even joke or any. It was so serious. But it was the, yeah. But it was the only award show. It was like the last, every award show I now. I get that. Like, but so at first I was like, well, can't we have one award show that actually is like very like, I don't know, like uptight and like takes itself seriously. But doesn't everyone know that isn't this for me seeing the Glo- Golden Globes on Zoom? It just sucks all of the bullshit out of it. All of this is bullshit. I know, but, the, uh, but like people like, like, yeah, it's like the king and queen. In you can't England, go like, back. You can't go back. Okay. Once you've seen that these like to me, I, get I feel it. like I've, I've, I've done LSD or something when it comes to like Hollywood, like acting like these picture these motion pictures and that the the world of of and seeing behind the scenes and seeing how like crew are just doing their fucking job and yes yes it is passion a passion project obviously I'm passionate about my art and comedy and I'm moved deeply by things but acting like these people are any more important than the person who takes your trash out and I mean that the infrastructure that that takes is our waste management should be celebrated in the same way. There's no it actually should be celebrated more. So the idea that like we have any sort of reverence for artists eh, beyond any other reverence we have for people is so dumb and misplaced by our society. <laughs> Celebrity is so stupid. I reap the benefits of it. Can we, can but it is so dumb. And the Oscars is the epitome of it. And it's been dismantled. And I hope, I hope everyone, I hope they all get knocked off their pedestals. I saw, I saw <laughs> a brilliant tweet on Reddit the other day that was like, wouldn't it be funny if tomorrow we all just agreed to stop caring about celebrities and just like see what happened to them? Like what they would do. Like if we all just like, cause that could happen, but it won't because people uh, love the cult of worship and and keep it's, listening it's, to this podcast and, and follow no this and, brings you happiness this is not this is no, anything I know, I know. but I'm just we kidding. are better than you but can, this is me saying we are not better than you no one's better than you and these fucking oscars where women put on these satin dumb outfits that are a piece of work in and of themselves and yes we can celebrate that and say we like the glitz and the glamour of the oscars but thinking that this is special thinking that you need a this the whole idea of luxury and the fact that you need a separate fork for a different salad it's all bullshit you guys forks work all the same way <laughs> everything that rich people do is so over the top just to remind you that they're rich and that they feel better than you that little second salad fork the little fucking uh, like uh anything anything it just disgusts me but it also i i love it you I know what these things feel should, nice and look nice you know i love that fork analogy that was really amazing honestly the uh the i think we should have listeners write in and we could do like the best garbage man or the best and, and have people write in and why they're the best at their job and we'll have our own yeah. little oscars here of like that's a good idea and, we'll, and it's a guy named oscar <laughs> yeah oscar the grouch, grouch who's in the trash can <laughs> yes. but the trash man is taking out boom it is a the, the oscars are just gonna be the uh, uh, oscar uh, the grouch award yes that's gonna be the trophy okay let someone get on that noah okay why do i care that's why i care let's get on to the segment for the day listener mail my favorite i love hearing from our fans thank you so much you know what i want to do is i want to start 
get getting fans to leave voice memos and and recordings for us short recordings so that we can hear from you and uh hear your voice and listen to you on air uninterrupted because uh yeah we'll just play it and then listen um but let's start out with let's start out with some emails listener mail okay here we go andrew's stock this is (laughs) regarding andrew's stock this is from gwen um Best friend here having a great day with all the swells. Oh, good to hear that, Gwen. I just wanted to mention that I can hear in Andrew's voice a definite before after getting some and an after getting some in his voice. His inflection and tone reading the news is totally different. He, like any of us would be, is totally happier in his delivery. I can't be the only listener who notices. Love you all. Your best friend, Gwen. Thanks, best friend, Gwen. Um, Andrew, what do you think? I guess I have a lot of stock when I when I hold up my stock, it gets to the back of my throat and it causes mm. me not to read a as lot of well. Phlegm. Yeah, yeah. Phlegm is also cum apparently. Acid reflux is, is cum reflux. <laughs> yeah, you have cum yeah. reflux and then I had a lot of cum <laughs> in my esophagus, apparently. And and once I got it all out, your boy sure could say big words again. I think there's something to that. Like, God, if I'm uh if I'm just like, if you're, well, maybe it's your stock. I mean, I like, I I don't find a difference in my tone after I've like come ascent. Like, but if I've, if I've been loved up and I'm like in love, I'm like very relaxed. Like, I guess there's no better feeling than that. But is when you're like, is your mood like dictated by like, oh, after you spend a night with your lady who you have a lot of fun with sexually, is your mood the next day? Like, I like her so much, or is it like I came like relaxed? Like it's so different for men, and I'm kind of curious. I guess it's both. I mean, I uh, I do feel very happy and giddy today. I don't know if it's because your boy had sex so much, or he rode on a lime scooter when it was 75 degrees and perfect. I mean, I'm sure it all adds up. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, I mean, when she leaves, like, part of me, I do still love my space, you know? I'm not, I'm gonna be, I'm not gonna lie, like, I like laying in bed and being able to, like, there's little things, like, being on your phone and watching a YouTube as loud as you can about a UFC fight and not thinking, like, I'm ignoring someone. Yeah. (laughs) But Again, that is up to her to put an end to. You could still do that stuff. Maybe not as loud as you want, because (laughs) be mindful of someone next to you, but you should be able to watch your phone, like, um... Yeah, I, that I, that is a thing. Like when you're with someone, you don't. When I wanted to watch like my videos of like my bedtime videos of like people having their warts uh, <laughs> dissected from their feet, it's kind of a hard thing to break out in bed next to someone who you're falling asleep with, who you just had like an intimate, lovely evening, and you're like, "Good night, sweetie," and you're like holding his hand while one hand is on your phone, looking up videos. A of a debridement of a really scabby, like not scabby, but like very callousy wart on a foot. And it's a video that you favorited and watched every night. And it's now losing its luster because there aren't enough wart videos on YouTube. Noah is laughing so hard. <laughs> have I come out with my wart obsession on the show yet? Yes. Many times. A couple I don't times. think I have. No, I haven't. Yeah, Noah have. would know. No, she definitely Noah, has, but not I maybe alluded to it, but enough. I haven't. Wait, Not I have enough. to just say, <laughs> Noah loves it. The first time Noah heard about my wart obsession. So let me just, for our listeners who might be deeply confused, you know how people like pimple popping videos? Well, not your girl, Nikki. Not Nick. Nick likes videos of planter warts on the bottoms of people's foot that has like calluses growing over it. 
uh, like that have hard skin on it. I like them to be scraped out and like mm. carved out. And I actually, if you have a planner wart, I'm talking to you, best friends, on the bottom of your foot, or your boyfriends or something. Oscar. What? Maybe it's Oscar. What do you mean? It's named Oscar? No. The Grouch. <laughs> right. Why would Oscar have it? He might have a war. I'm just saying we could kill two what birds. Is he, what is he even made of in the bottom of him? Who? <laughs> He's in the trash no, can. I'm Oscar. About the, an actual what would he have? guy that takes out the trash. I'm, I'm saying the guy that writes in. That's, okay, never mind. Just whatever. It's I mean, I don't know what you were talking about at all. And I don't know if that's just me. Anyway, if you do have a planner's wart, <laughs> will you please send me pictures of it? I'm not kidding you. It like will it will make me happy. I know this is gross. I know it's, it doesn't make sense. I don't know why I like it. I don't like pictures of pimples popping or ingrown uh, or like, you know, ingrown hairs being scraped out. People love those things. And there's millions of videos. Go. Will you please dissect your wart and put it on YouTube for me, please? Can I ask a question? Tag though? me in it. I'm serious. I will watch it every night. I'll watch it more than I've, I literally watch Veep. <laughs> <laughs> dying laughing <laughs> i'm sorry but this is just true please dm me i'm not even joking it's not a sexual thing it just really soothes me and i want to and if you would let me i would like to dissect your wart if like you, we become friends and i come to your town and you go nikki i'll come over to your hotel room before your show and i you won't be weird with me and it won't be sexual and i get to like take a razor to your wart i will bring my own scalpel i'll be y-o-b or b-y-o-s um, I would, I would be down to to meet up with you, and send me your tits. And I'm better. I bet, I, you're, oh yeah, and send Andrew your t your tits. So send warts to Nikki, tits to Andrew, and no tit warts, no no, no warts on any part of your body other than your fingers or your bottom of your feet, because I need to be very uh, calloused region. I don't want a face wart. That's not what I'm into. Or a cock wart. You don't want a cock wart. No, 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 no. I do do not want those cock warts. I, is where uh, Harry Potter, I think. Got yeah, he, that's where he <laughs> learned BDSM. Um, <laughs> All right, next listener mail. <laughs> Double sided okay. card from Amy. You want to read it, Nick? Yes. All right. To touch on the whole double-sided card with a heartfelt note, this is what I said was a good birthday gift. I found uh, that was until I said the best birthday gift, a picture of a wart. I found a card my dad wrote to my mom before they were married, and it was so sweet. I started reading it, and I was tearing up. Then I kept going. My tears started to turn to horror when he got very detailed about things that turned him on about my mom. And when I say detailed, I mean detailed. I read that letter five years ago. To, to this day, I can't look my parents in the eyes the same way. I said, please tell us what happened. I wrote back to this DM. I said, I'll read it on air if you'll let me. I'll just say Amy. I won't say your full name. He said, she goes, oh, that's fine. He talked about liking her anus hairs and the taste of her. The next time I'm at their house, I'll find it when they're not there and get better lines. It was horrific. I feel nauseated, but it started so sweet and innocent. And I was like, oh, my dad is so sweet. And now I just see a pervert who likes my mom's butthole. Oh, my God, <laughs> Amy. There's something about Amy. Amy. That was so much better than I ever could have thought. I just love the idea of a guy like dipping a feather in ink and then writing anus hairs. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's so much my funnier. My dearest <laughs> yeah. Juliet. It's so much funnier, handwritten, naughty letter. It's so much funnier. Dude, the, that a guy... 
That is what I want. I, the bar has been raised by Amy's father for a man. I want a man to love my anus hairs. <laughs> if I can find a man to love my anus hairs, let alone like me watching wart scraping videos next to him as he sleeps. But like if, if a man can go, I love the hair around your anus and I don't want you to shave it anymore. And even when you do, that's cute too. Whatever you want to do. That's true love. That is true love. That's he, so sweet. He's like the fifth and sixth hair. Just speak to me. The seventh and eighth, not so much, but the I, five and there's six. There's more than that down there. But uh, I, oh, I mean, I wasn't. That was just I getting would started. Be so disgusting. Oh, you were gonna go on for a while. Yeah, we got yeah. probably eleven hundred down. Yeah. There. Um, <laughs> I'm serious. I bet there's about eleven hundred hairs near your anus. Um, I if I found this letter from my dad though to my mom, I would uh, ask for legal separation from my parents and not talk to them again. And I'm not like I I could not handle this. I could I would rather find out my dad had a second family than he enjoyed my mom's anal anal hairs. <laughs> but for you, in, in it'd writing. be the nicest thing a man can but do. But for me, I can't wait for my kids to discover this letter from my future husband. Wouldn't you feel like your and dad kids, is I mean romantic? Wouldn't you think your dad's full of romance if it's something that you would want? I know, but I can't. Uh, that's the that's the um, that's the rub. You know the not the rub, but it's the uh, paradox of you know wanting something and knowing something means true love, and also not being uh, not allowing it to be something that your parents would do. Like when your parents kiss, you're like ew, but it's like uh, why don't you want your parents to? I want my parents to fuck. I don't want my dad to write about my mom's anal hairs, but but do I? Maybe I do. I that's mean. when I'll know I truly love my parents when I want them to love each other's anal hairs. Final thought for the show. Noah, what did I want to go? Oh, our rituals in the morning. Um, I, 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 can I say my morning routine? Because it's changed since I was a better person. Yeah. I'm not, I, um, I used to meditate every day. First thing in the morning for years, I would wake up. If I had dogs, I, you know, I walk my dogs, but actually usually I'd make them wait and meditate with me. It's only 20 minutes. Go out to my couch or sit up in bed, meditate for 20 minutes, do some TM, and then set my alarm, and then get up. <laughs> Usually brush my teeth before that because my breath stinks. And then I would go eat, uh, not eat breakfast, and then head to work, get ready for work, whatever. Now, I get up bed and I instantly eat two bowls of oatmeal, and then I don't meditate, and then I jump into my day. I don't have any self-reflection in the morning. Um, and... That's okay. That's the best thing about meditation is that like the fact that I'm not doing it is okay. And like meditation is so forgiving that even when you're not doing it, it's like part of the practice. I know that sounds crazy, but like just uh, being okay with whatever I can get done in the day that is nurturing. But, um, I, yeah, for, it's been exactly a year today that I have not skipped a meal or, um, that I've also not eaten in bed and, uh, yeah, that I've eaten at least three meals a day and not eaten in bed and uh, or eaten in the middle of the night, like gotten up in the middle of the night and eaten. It has been exactly one year today that I stopped that behavior. So if anyone out there struggles with that behavior and you want to know how I stopped, you could definitely DM me. But that because I've learned to just take care of myself in that way, like I don't get to skip breakfast anymore, which is everyone's favorite thing to do. Um that is more important to me than meditation. And hopefully I can add meditation in afterwards to like digest, but it's just hard to, it's hard to sit down and meditate. I get it now when people used to say it, it didn't used to be hard. It was just my habit. Do you have any habits in the morning, Andrew? Um, you don't even brush your teeth in the morning most times. That's not true. I, I, 
I want to know if you brush your teeth at night. I did. I did wonder that for a while. Uh, sometimes. I mean, I'm not. Give me a percentage of when you brush your teeth at night. Well, first of all, 12 hours ago, I had a California roll in bed. So we could start there. Dipped in I mean, soy sauce. And I, I, you know, I'm a big soy sauce on the sheets guy. It's very tough. To keep yeah. soy off the sheets. That's a great lyric. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, yeah, do, do I brush? I brush my teeth in the shower. So if I shower at night, your boy's brushing. If but I, you don't do it before you go to bed. If you not don't shower, because time. you don't shower before bed. A lot of times ever, I do. Andrew. I do a lot. Mm. You don't know what I'm doing in there. But you got to admit, like I'm not trying to admonish you, but I really do think your oral hygiene is important. Do you? You don't floss. I do know that. That's not true. I've given you floss sticks. But you just chew on the plastic. You don't actually They're use delicious. the floss. I know. You use them to chew on. That you don't helps. use them to actually floss. That helps. I'm sure some no. floss gets in there when you're chewing on them. That's true. No, I like picking. I pick and I, I do. I, I, I'm, not, That's good. I'm not a habitual flosser. No. You're right. But are you a, but can I can I just ask you to be completely honest here? I'm trying what percentage, to be, but I feel like what percent I won't attack you. I promise I won't. I literally I will not. And I just I just want you to have a better oral hygiene. I want you to get honest with yourself. How often? <laughs> because this is true. Like death creeps in through the gums, people. That's how people die is they get diseases and so many diseases aren't that we can't even trace to the gums are going to be later on in life you're going to learn is gum related. So how often are you brushing your teeth twice a day? What percentage of days of uh, do you get in the morning and night? Both. I, I, both, I would say 25%. And then what percentage of times do you go to bed and you haven't brushed your teeth within uh, eight hours? I mean, I guess that number would be kind of similar, no? No. I mean, like two times a day could be any, t you know, I don't know when you, you might have bad breath. And so you, you do I don't brush enough before I go to bed. I'll, I'll tell you. You got it. You got to yeah. brush before you go to bed. All right. I'll Try to make it a hundred percent. And then in the and morning, I'll my tell morning, me what to do. my morning routine is I watch probably 28 TikToks in bed. Still I'd like asleep. to really see what that number is. It might be 58. You know what I mean? Like uh, people think their TikToks is like 28. I would love to hear yeah. what people think, how many they watch <laughs> yeah. and how many they do. That's interesting. That's a good study. You know what I, honestly though, like all joking aside, like sometimes I'll wake up in the morning and I'll be so sad and depressed and hate myself so much. And so much of that goes away just naturally within like, 10 minutes of that thought. Wait, so that's when you get depressed is like right in the morning when you woke up because you feel like you ate too much th the night before. I don't, is that it? I, no, it's not really just deep. What is it? It's just What's like, it related it's to? deeper. I don't, it's not oh, like a specific thing, but it always goes away once I shower. And like, so what I've noticed is it's like, take that thought, but don't beat yourself up more than it's already beating you up because you will yeah. feel better in 10 minutes from then. If you check in on the, Beck yeah. see how the Beckham family is doing, you know? Don't, don't take that. And I've been doing this too recently with thoughts because everyone has to remember that your feelings, you know, your mood, your bad mood, your whatever, it's all based on your thoughts. So like I had something this weekend happen to me that was like, like a really like sh I was shaken by something that happened to me. And I had this whole night of plans and I was like, 
all of a sudden consumed with thoughts about this thing that, oh my God, I've done something wrong. I have to address it, all this stuff. And then I was like, wait, all those things are thoughts. All the things that are flooding through my mind are literally my like thoughts that I'm having, which is like, I, my life has changed now. I have to make a decision. This could happen. This could happen. Oh my God. What if he does this? What if she does that? What if like all these thoughts and I go, nothing actually has changed. Like, a text was sent to me that alarmed me, but nothing in my life has changed. I'm still getting ready for this dinner I'm going to. There's still going to be a live band there. There's still people on this island that I want to meet. So I was like, you know what? I can deal with these, these thoughts. I can just dodge under like waves in the ocean so I can get out to the calm waters. And these thoughts, will I can they'll be back if they're important enough. But nothing is actually pressing enough for me to ruin my night and be in a bad mood all night because of this thing that just came out of nowhere. And so I dodged those thoughts because they didn't need to be addressed. And I had a great night and I dressed in geek chic because every party on the island is a theme party. And I went to our friend, Michael, uh, Robin couldn't go cause she was sick, but I went to Michael's, uh, like this fundraiser for his work with people from his work. I set a table of all lawyers. I danced to a live band without a mask on with other people and like had, you know, close conversations at a table without a mask on. And I was able to enjoy this place I'm living in without staying home. And literally most people, I have to say most people, given my circumstance of what happened to me on the news I got on Saturday and Friday, would have curled up on the couch in a ball and cried all weekend. But I did not do that because I acknowledge that these, my life is not different because of what these people might think of me, their thoughts, or even my thoughts about their thoughts. And I'm still fighting it every moment of my waking life that the thoughts come in. But you can dodge those thoughts, people. Whatever is going on in your life that is like this to you today, that's like my son uh, needs that thing done for school on Friday or my husband isn't talking to me like your life. Or my dad loves my mom's anus hairs. My dad loves my mom's anus hairs. Like those things, if, if you didn't know about the dad's mom's anus hairs, what would your life be? Imagine that because <laughs> you really can't do anything about the mom's dad's anus hairs. It happened and like you have no control. Easier said than done with, with problems that are beyond mom's anus hairs or just getting a text from someone that you didn't want to get text from, but, uh, I gotta go. And that's my statement of the day. Thank you for listening. We'll be here tomorrow. Andrew, great show. Noah, great show. Besties, great show. And, uh, yeah. See you tomorrow. Okay. I'll see you soon. Okay. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all new 2025 infinity QX 80 live March 20th from the edge at Hudson yards in New York city. Featuring a performance by John Batiste, the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-Fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. 
You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of 5 phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Thank you. 